Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. I don't know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> I just asked you off the air. I said, are you excited? And she goes, she looks over her mouths to me. I don't know. Well, when <laughs> I don't know. When I did my TEDx Cincinnati Women Talk back on December 4th, I was kind of told, you know, you know the, the, the video, you know, TED, National TED will release the video on YouTube. It probably takes about three months. So I'm sitting there, you know, thinking, oh, I got some time, right? I got some time. You're thinking March or I mean, something. I'm thinking yeah. March. Yeah, right. that'll be great. How many, how long has it been? It's uh, five weeks. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. Five weeks. So yeah, I got the, I got the notice last week that it was going to be two to three weeks. And then yesterday I got the text. It's up. Yay. Great. So it's out there and I have not watched it yet can we watch it <laughs> yes i might be I, I might bury my head i don't know I might- it's it's probably weird it's probably not easy watching yourself any i mean i know it's hard sometimes to listen to myself so watching yourself especially in a vulnerable moment right i would imagine could be difficult yeah yeah and there's always a, you know, there's a little bit of this this fear underlying because it felt really good when I did it. Yeah. And I really loved every minute of it. You loved and the feeling? I loved I I mean I loved everything about it. I mean, I've been I've been on stages my whole life. I've been in radio for 32 years. And that I don't even know how long it is. 8 minutes maybe. Um was the most honest, authentic and vulnerable I have ever been anywhere. Ever. So I'm afraid <laughs> that I'm going to go back and watch it and just it and it's not going to have the same feeling. I, yeah. That I'm going to start picking it apart. You know, no, know that business. Y- it'll be great. But I mean, you know, I kind of feel like Adam Driver. <laughs> oh, like watching, watching yourself. I don't want to see this. <laughs> no, I understand how that's hard. But yeah. would you say that you were more honest, raw and vulnerable? You said than you've ever been in your life, like even amongst intimate friends. No, I would say in, no, not you, you mean just in a friends. public setting in a public setting. Yeah. yeah. On, yeah. This is the most raw you've ever been in a public setting. I would say, I mean, I've sobbed many times standing at podiums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, but I think this is. This I'm is excited it. to hear it again. Yeah. Can we play it? Yes. Is that all right? Let's yes. do it. All right. Here it is. Jen Jordan's TEDx talk that uh, took place on December 4th, just a few weeks ago here on Cincinnati's Q102. He hated 
that white car. It's a beautiful car. Brand new Toyota Avalon loaded. My son Jacob, who was 11 at the time, was in the back seat. He has autism. It was a category five total meltdown. Kicking, screaming, crying, throwing his head back against the seat. All done white car. No more white car. Mom's green car back. All done white car. I've been hearing that in Hunt Stop at top volume for almost a week. I rolled down the windows. I cranked up the radio just to drown out the noise. Only made him scream louder. All done white car. And I lost it. Enough. There's nothing wrong with this car. We're going to drive this car for the next month. That's all there is to it. Give me a freaking break. Enough. And that's when I saw it. The bridge. When Jacob was five, no one could explain to me why would he only eat the same four foods every day? Why did he have to have all 42 lights on in the house before he'd get out of bed in the morning? Why did I always have to park on the left side of aisle four every time we went to Kroger? Why did he freak out if somebody moved his coloring book? And why did it seem like he didn't like me at all? I knew if I could understand why, then I could connect with Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm in the business of connection. I've been a radio personality for almost 32 years. If I, if I don't figure out how to connect the listeners, then I don't have a job. I could figure out how to connect with a half a million strangers every week, and I couldn't find a way to connect with my one and only child. Determined, I spent everything I had, and then a whole lot more. So many books. So many classes, so many seminars all over the country. I went to events where I bent steel with my throat and I walked on fire. I was doing the work. But then came that day in the white car. As we were approaching that bridge, I was believing it's never going to get any easier than this. It's never going to get any better. This is going to be my life every single day until the day that I die. Oh, my God. God, I'm so tired. I'm so tired and I don't want to do this anymore. I want out. 
And then I looked in the rearview mirror and into Jacob's big brown eyes, still filled with tears, still screaming. And it hit me. All of the teachings, all of the wisdom, the steel, the fire, all the lessons on love and acceptance and non-judgment, it all came together and I got it. True unconditional love means to love under any condition. What was going on in that car was a condition and I was not loving it. I hated it, all of it. His suffering that I couldn't listen. The frustration, the anger, the failure is apparent. The fear, the sadness, the martyrdom. And I didn't like him very much either. But I wanted to. Then in that tiny little space of time between thinking and doing, I remembered a question that author Byron Katie loves to ask. It's a very simple question. It's only three words. Is it true? Is it true that it was never going to get any better? Is it true this is going to be my life forever until I die? Is it true that I'm really that tired? So tired that I want out? Could I absolutely know that any of those things I was thinking were true? No. See, my pain wasn't being caused by what was happening in that car. It was being caused by what I was thinking and believing about what was happening. And what about what Jacob was thinking and believing? Was the new car smell giving him a headache? Was there something about the interior that was irritating his skin? Was he nauseous because we were riding so low in a sedan when he's used to riding so high up in an SUV? So many questions, and I didn't have any answers. I couldn't imagine how horrible that must be for him to not be able to tell me what he was feeling. My heart just cracked open. And I wanted more than ever to understand my son so I could save him from a lifetime of never being truly seen or heard. For the first time in a long time, I was inspired. Jacob felt the shift in me. And as we crossed the bridge, the screaming stopped. I felt like I could breathe. And I felt relief. That day in the white car was a huge invitation. I was being invited to stop catastrophizing and to find compassion. To be the person I really want to be, somebody who's okay no matter what's going on around her. Someone at peace with and in love with what is. Since that day, I notice I get a lot of invitations. I get annoyed with my coworkers. I get pissed at my ex. <sighs> I get frustrated with my family. I get impatient with customer service. And I get furious with that guy that only does 55 in the far left lane. Anytime I'm feeling anything other than love, it's an invitation. Now, 
I don't accept them all. I don't, I don't RSVP yes. Sometimes I choose anger or frustration or, ooh, some good old-fashioned self-righteousness. A personal favorite at which I excel. <laughs> Especially with just a touch of indignation. Just, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But our bosses, our in-laws, customer service, our kids, our kids and horrible drivers. <laughs> they invite us every day to love unconditionally. Your next invitation is coming. You could get it before you leave here tonight. <laughs> Question is, how will you choose to respond? Thank you. Oh my God, that was so good. <laughs> You did so good. That was so great. Watching it back, how do you feel? Wow. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to watch the entire thing, it is on WKRQ.com and on our Q102 Facebook page. I think you'd need to watch it because listening to it versus seeing it. It's good to see it because you can. You can see your facial body expressions. language is a big part of it. Yeah. How your facial expression. breathing, right? Yeah, and I liked being able to see your face up close because when we were there, we were in like the top part of it. You were because we there. went in a little later, waiting for our whole group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't get to see your face like super up close, but I enjoy seeing it from that perspective. Like yeah. when you're like, <gasps> you know, breathing in, and it's so good. Oh, that was so good. It was so much fun. Yeah, that was so much fun. I loved that. Good. Yeah. So. so now what happens? Now I don't know what happens. The The video is out there. Hopefully lots of people will watch it. Wow. I mean, if a crazy number of people watch, like a crazy number of people watch it, yeah. then from what I understand, Ted National will consider, nice. you know, the national stage. Right. But it needs to get, you know, it so many. It needs to get loved and shared. Yeah. That's I mean, that's great. just, you know, it's, it's. It is a different spot of vulnerability. You're right. Like, even watching you, I can feel the, like, how vulnerable that is. Like, knowing you for 17, 18 years, 19 years, it's such a different gen than you're used to seeing and talking to every day. I know. I like that gen. (laughs) Me too. How did it feel feel watching yourself? You know, I I just Was that Adam Driver hard or... Well, you know, I'm going to call my friends at the plastic surgery group. (laughs) Get a little work done. (laughs) That's not what you're supposed to be getting out of that. (laughs) But you know, when it's you, you know, you notice this. I mean, we're always super self-critical. You looked great. I mean, genuinely, you looked amazing. Like your outfit worked for you. It, it was. It Did you was have really a stylist? Well you. Do they like help pick your clothes and stuff, no, or how does that work? No, no, and um, 
No, it was, no, I did all that. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. give yourself, like, take more credit, yeah. Jen. Yeah. Jeez. You look, you look great, Jennifer, and it was powerful. It was moving. It was just, it, you just hit it on every level. Yeah. Thank you. So, very well done. That. Congratulations. We're very proud of you. It was cool, too. The night of, there was like a little happy hour mixer before. Oh, yeah. The and, cocktail and hour. And you could just, I would have been, you know, drinking my face off trying to get the nerves to stand on the stage and speak. Yeah. And Jen was just like ready to go and calm and excited. I but, felt like I was in my wheelhouse. You know, it just yeah. felt very comfortable in the zone. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Was it yeah, helpful that you went third? Because there were only, what, 12 speakers? I was, four, I was fourth. fourth. I, you fourth, know, I think I could have, probably, probably. Because I, I probably feel like could've. I would have wanted to be like, I just want to do it and be finished and then watch everybody else and celebrate at the end. Yeah, yeah. what would you prefer? Like going early or later in the middle? I, you know, I, I think I could, I could have gone anywhere. And I, I would not have really wanted to go no, even first, because it, in first, my mindset would have been, I'm going to set the tone for the evening. Yeah. You know? And, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, but but I like that kind of, I like that kind of control. Well, that too, maybe, but that kind of pressure. But yeah, um, I would see that as like a huge opportunity. I have this opportunity to set the room. And I'd feel that same way about going last. I have, you know, this is the opportunity to really leave people with something Lasting when they leave here. Yeah. So and either we're work. in the middle and That's it's good. fine too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Oh, yeah. I'm well, thank you. you. That was great. If you would like to book Jen Jordan at your next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open for hire. And you know what? Actually, they just opened up. If you've ever wanted to do a TEDx oh, yeah. talk, main stage is happening in May and they've just opened up applications. Oh, for that. And I think the cutoff is January 25th for the But the link for that, too, because it's a great experience. If you have a message you want to share, an idea you want to share and. You love public speaking, want to get better at it, or it's something that you just love to do. The link is up on our website for that, too, if you want to. Because if they pick you, they'll work with you, right? Like, the, you had help, yeah, correct? I had an amazing coach. His name is Michael Davis. Shout out. He's in Blue Ash. And, um, yeah, that was that was really – because I was a speech major in college. I mean, this is what I got my degree in. Mm-hmm. So speech, that was a while ago. So it's been a long time since I've worked with someone, you know, one-on-one in that kind of, but it was great to get the the guidance and the, well, and it's almost all of it. like a fine art when, when I'm yes. watching you so closely and I'm, and the, and then he's the guy going, pause a little longer right there. You know what I mean? Like Let he's trying hang. to show you the pacing of the situation and that stuff. And I think that that really drives the message home even more when you have the right I think the power is in the pauses. Yeah, for sure. I think it's. I think that's the case with all conversation. I think that's the case with music. You know, where does where does music get intense? If there weren't pauses between the beats, there would be no music. So, uh, powers in the pause. Powers in the pause. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.